Coming up, Universal has released information about the hotels reopening at Universal Orlando Resort. So we're going to go over all of that information with you. From our houses in and around Central Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 261 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. <laughs> Sounds like I'm a horse there. I well, it was kind of horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really was. I wasn't going for that. I was going for like kind of like a, a DJ shock DJ kind of sound, like a morning show character. Like we're here with Rhino. What about Mister Handsome? Is that from Wayne's World? <laughs> I, I believe that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but fun stuff hey well rhino welcome back we haven't uh, seen thanks. you in in a week yeah it's good to be back i've been slowly cutting my hair psychotically in the meantime that's all good today i wore a hat uh, <laughs> not because not because of anything actually i've been trying to not wear hats indoors like uh, many many old ladies from the 1950s have issues with but i i just i i already went outside today and it's a it's a burner here and in Orlando, Florida, so I'm like, I need to have something protecting my eyes from this blinding sun. And I know you might be saying sunglasses, but I just, I don't have contacts right now, man. I don't have them. It's a hot one out there. It is. I I'm, so, I don't know if that was a Parks and Rec reference, but it was too vague to have been picked up. Oh, I uh, I didn't cool. make a Parks and Rec. A one th- I did. The, that's oh, the senator yeah. who, who all he says, and they're like, oh, God, is he a robot? Where they're like, stay cool. It's a hot one out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I got and you he just now. stares. Yeah. I got you with that one. But no, I uh, I, I was outside, so I, I went to Disney Springs. I know that has nothing to do with Universal Orlando, but it kind of does, because last week's episode, if you didn't watch it, it was my experience of going to Universal City Walk for the first time since, uh, since it reopened after we had Vincent on and kind of like let it mellow out a little bit longer. And then when I was finally comfortable to go, I went and I talked all about that last week. Uh, chances are you probably watched it because it was like the most watched episode we've had since we did our uh, our, our breaking news on on Epic Universe being announced. So chances are you watched it, but if you didn't, go check it out. But yeah, so I wanted to finally compare Disney to Universal because some people were telling me in the comments, no, Disney's been handling it so much better than Universal has. And then that narrative started to shift and people started to comment saying, Disney was the exact same environment as Universal. The same same exact things were happening that it has nothing to do with how many cast members or team members are around. It all comes down to the guests. And I can actually say 
that that was that was a hundred percent what was happening at Disney Springs as well. Uh, cast members, fantastic when they were around asking asking guests to put on their face masks if they had them off and they weren't eating or drinking at a table or other restaurant area. But when it came to you know when it when it came to where they were, there wasn't. It's not like they were just floating around all over the place. They weren't really. They weren't really providing adequate coverage of cast members all around the area. So there was plenty of places for people to just be like, okay, I'm going to pull this off because I don't feel, I don't see anyone around. And I spent most of my time at the marketplace where it's a lot tighter, a lot more similar to city walk instead of like the, the town center and the landing. And I will say there, it was crowded. It was just as crowded as city walk. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was just the time that I went. We finally picked a day to go where it's not raining here in central Florida. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were out, but uh, I can, I can now say that compared to city walk, it was pretty much the exact same people, people looking for ways to break the rules and, and that's about it. But uh, very, very good stuff. So I just wanted to fill everyone in on that. And I don't, I don't know if we have anything else to fill people in on before we get to our topic today, though there's hotel information now that the hotels are open up. So uh, I can say that, you know, the, they said before the, before the parks officially reopen on June 5th, that 3rd and 4th were going to be preview days. Uh, we found out as of the day that we're recording this that those preview days did include annual pass holders as well as hotel guests and and as of right now i am confirmed to be going on june 3rd and mm-hmm. rhino halfway is there. <laughs> halfway there <laughs> i'm having the website issues yeah yeah I, I had really bad website issues with it i i kept trying I think I tried six or seven times in each browser that I was using, Safari and Chrome. And every time I would select like the time that I wanted, it would then refresh and say error. And then refresh and say error. And then if I would get something in there where it didn't say error, then I'd be like, okay, go into my cart to check out. Well, and then it would never load. You know what I always say, Craig? Error on the side of caution. The other information that we just found out about earlier is, of course, what our show topic is going to be about today, and that is all of the information is now released on hotels at Universal Orlando Resort, and uh, including some of the information on package bookings as well here, too. And uh, this is something that we've been waiting on, and it's we, we knew or had an idea, at least, that it was going to be... Uh, it was going to be June 2nd as the date that the hotels were opening up since if you went on universalorlando.com or loweshotels.com and went to book a hotel, it was saying that you could book a hotel starting on June 2nd. So we, we knew that it was it was going to be that date more than likely, but we didn't have all of the rest of the details for it, and and we are going to go over all of that. So as I said... June 2nd is the day that the hotels are going to reopen, and part of that is uh, that not all the hotels are going to reopen, though. So there's going to be two exceptions. So uh, we're going to kind of do this uh, cheating, in a way, by going over the Universal Orlando uh, FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, about it, So because they spell everything out more perfectly than we could ever try to put together. So Mm -hmm. if you're asking yourself... 
which hotels are reopening on June 2nd, I would say that those hotels are going to be Hard Rock Hotel, Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort, Lowe's Sapphire Falls Resort, Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort, Universal's Aventura Hotel, and Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Surfside and Suites. It's like a nice dessert. I've been so I've been doing a lot of these videos by myself reading news lately and I didn't realize how much I screw up actually speaking until I do those because every time I make one little error in a wor- the way I say a word I start over from the beginning so uh, I'm terrible but <laughs> going back to that uh the two hotels not opening are going to be Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel as well as Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Dockside, Inn, and Suites. The announcement about those two hotels reopening will come at a later time, and I believe they said that if you are booked at either one of those hotels, you will be uh, getting reached out to in order to change those reservations, so they will they will accommodate you at one of the other hotels in that case. So uh, not, not, I don't really have anything to say about that. I didn't expect Dockside, Inn, and Suites to open up right away i don't think it was done yet before everything kind of shut down anyways right well it was supposed to open up the week that everything was shutting Mm, down but still it's like you don't want to i wouldn't want to reopen it like right away in this time right now especially uh especially because it didn't even have its grand opening yeah so it would be weird to celebrate a grand opening in a circumstance like this and portofino bay i I've got, I mean, I'm sure someone out there has an answer for that one. It was kind of a head scratcher for me, but maybe it's just that they want to limit it. So they decided let's, let's keep all the close ones there, but then still also keep the value options by having the further ones away. Cause you know, they're, they're kind of, they're balancing out every category now in a, in an even way with the choices that they've made. But uh, Rhino, mm. what specific guidelines are the hotels implementing? Well, Universal Orlando's resort hotels have enhanced its standards and protocols throughout their operations. So um, the enhancements, which are subject to change as guidance from health and government officials, is updated currently include. So that's what's going on right now, but this could change. Guests, team members, and vendors are required to wear face coverings in public areas. Team members and vendors will be required to have temperature checks upon arrival. Those those with temperature checks of 100.4 degrees or greater will not be allowed to work. Guests will be asked to self-screen. I like that they actually wrote will not be allowed to work instead of will be encouraged not to work because I feel like I've seen that verbiage somewhere. But um, guests will be asked to self-screen for COVID symptoms and quarantine orders prior to arrival and entrance. Guests will have temperature checks upon arrival and return unless previously checked at the hotel that day prior to boarding our, res- our resort transportation system. Anyone with a temperature of 104.4 degrees, 100.4 degrees or greater after three checks, including one with a new thermometer, will be asked to seek medical attention and obtain medical clearance prior to being permitted to enter. We understand some guests may feel they have special conditions, which we will consider upon request. Hand sanitizer stations in public areas and elevator landings. Enhanced cleaning of guest rooms, meeting uh, guest rooms, meeting rooms, and public areas with an EPA-approved cleaner and disinfectant. All guest rooms will be serviced after checkout when possible, which I hoped they were doing before. But um, when possible, guest rooms will be left vacant for 24 to 48 hours upon checkout before thoroughly cleaning and checking in a new guest. 
frequent cleaning of high-touch areas such as telephones, remote controls, door handles, light switches, elevators, and tabletops, among others. And food and beverage outlet capacity is limited based on latest recommendations and guidelines. Guests and staff are required to practice social distancing. Social distancing signs and reminders will be in high-traffic areas. And several contactless experiences for guests, including hotel texting services, express checkout, and contactless room deliveries. It's weird that that one doesn't have a bullet like the other ones. <laughs> it's not a complete sentence, nor does it have a period. So I don't know what what exactly it was, but yeah. you you know sometimes these uh, sometimes these sentences are hard to to string together. It, re- reading is hard in general, so it is, and uh, so. I feel like they're being very, very thorough in terms of in terms of their process for even being at the hotels and such. And we can it actually gets into greater detail. I'm going to skip down to where they talk more in depth about the temperature checks and screenings are working at the hotels. Some of it's just covering what Rhino just said, but just in a little bit greater detail here. But so team members and vendors will be required to have temperature checks upon arrival. Those with temperatures of 100.4 degrees or greater will not be allowed to work, just as Rhino said. Guests will have their temperature checks upon arrival and return. Sorry, one more time there. Guests will have temperature checks upon arrival and return, and anyone with a temperature of 100.4 degrees or greater will require medical clearance to enter. We understand that some guests may feel they have special conditions, which we will consider upon request. If a guest registers a temperature of less than 100.4 degrees, they will receive a wristband for that day and are not required to be rechecked if visiting the theme parks on that same day. If the guest plans to visit the theme parks outside of their arrival date, they will be screened at the parks at the arrival locations for water taxis, resort shuttles, and walking paths. Guests will be given a wristband after completing the screening and are not required to be rechecked upon re-entering the hotels. And if the guest leaves the hotel for any other reason, they will be rechecked upon returning to the hotel unless they are wearing that assigned wristband for that day. So I really like this idea with the wristband. I think yeah. it's going to uh, help a lot. Granted, things can still change, though. I've I've had days before where I've felt fine when I woke up, and then by the end of the day, I was running a massive fever and completely oh. sick. And I've been staying. With you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. And staying in a tiny hotel room with Rhino, where fortunately mm-hmm. he did not get sick. But uh, it's I just laugh. Like I'm not laughing about this crisis or anything, but it's like I don't think people understand how sick I was in our Galaxy's Edge videos. Mm. Like going back, even watching them, you can tell that I definitely I look a little flush and pale. But I hate looking at that stuff now because I was I was the exact person that they are telling you not to be now in every guidance. Stay away from people. Don't come in. Don't do that. I probably... You drank an alarming amount of Thermaflu. (laughs) Like, an alarming amount. I I feel terrible now looking back on it. I probably made at least a couple people sick with how sick I was. It wasn't any of the people in our direct party, but, like, I was bad. I was really bad. But... Uh, so I probably would have registered a temperature of 100.4 degrees or greater. But Rhino, what are they doing if you register that 100.4 degree temperature or greater? Oh, well, I, w- I was going to agree with you because I was saying that, uh, you know, I- I've had many times in my life, like you said, where you wake up and then it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, why am I sweating so much? Like, why? <laughs> what is happening? And then you take I take my temperature and be like, oh, my God, I'm sick. And I had no idea. 
day, you know, like even and I'm someone who is like when you're sick, you sit down, you do this, you you know, I'm very like you cut it off at the head of it. You know, you, you give yeah. yourself the time and stuff you need to heal, because if you push yourself too much, you're just you're going to you're going to crack. And but, you know, sometimes it just sneaks up on the most vigilant people, you know. Um, so. What was your question? <laughs> uh, number eight there. The, okay. Uh, I was like, five, six, seven. Okay, eight. Um, yeah, so if a guest registers a temperature of 100.4 degrees or greater upon check-in, they will not be allowed to check-in until they receive medical clearance to do so. Uh, wait, you already read this. Uh, we are repeating some of this stuff. Okay. They, the- they repeat a lot of it. The rest of the guest party will be allowed to check in. We understand some guests may feel they have special conditions, which we'll consider upon request. If a guest registers a temperature of 100.4 degrees or greater any time following the check-in screening, they are required to self-quarantine and seek medical attention. The hotel will follow medical professionals' recommendations as to whether the guests can safely remain on hotel property. An additional guest room may be provided for other members of their party, and they will still be able to move about the resort as they continue to successfully undergo temperature screenings. That was that was the part where I'm like, how does somebody self-isolate who's visiting from, like, Canada, you know? I, yeah. Or I, maybe Canada's a bad example. I should say, like... North Dakota. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I understand what you're going with it, but I, I completely agree with it. But I mean, again, it's just it speaks to the volumes that they are taking this uh, seriously. Like that's that's it's rigorous. Uh, it, it almost seems like it's it's harder to get into a hotel and stay at a hotel than it is to uh, to show up to the theme parks or well, or city walk, and that makes me happy. Well, and it kind of should be because you know what I mean. Like you're. If you are an incubator, you know what I mean? They have to keep track of the incubator a lot more than they do of our, the chickens who already are born. I don't, this metaphor is cracked. Um, but I like it. I like it, though. Uh, I do like the terminology that is repeatedly being said in all of these, though, which is that uh, if we understand some guests feel they have special conditions, which we will consider upon request. And I like that because you already get the people who are literally just looking to be the exception to the rule and they're like we'll listen to you but it doesn't mean we're gonna say yes i'm glad you you brought that up i was gonna just kind of glaze over oh no it does have a sassy feel oh (laughs) and i I understand you feel that way but they're the grocery store manager who says i'll shop for you if you'd like (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm glad you brought that up but uh let's go jump right back into it here and say well why are the hotels Opening up before the theme parks. I was about to say hotels there. It's the H it's is a, now silent. A, yeah, soft H. Yeah. The hotels. hotels. So select hotels are opening a day prior to Universal Orlando's parks to give guests the opportunity to check in and get settled before visiting the theme parks and taking advantage of early park admission. Guests arriving on June 2nd will be able will not be able to enter the parks until June 3rd. So I think that's a good call on that too, especially since early park admission will be something that's available to hotel guests. Uh, it's, you know, it, it really is just for the benefit. So they'll still be able to go to City Walk and dine on that night before and get ready, have some pool time and such. But uh, just uh, parks does start on June 3rd and 4th. So talk about that, Rhino, the, the theme parks on June 3rd and 4th. I will. Uh, will guests have access to theme parks on June 3rd and 4th? They sure will. Guests staying in our resort <laughs> hotels will be able to visit the theme parks on June 3rd and 4th prior to our public reopening. So you get to be a part of the like the annual pass holder days. 
Why don't you read the next one, too, while I take a sip of water? Okay. Well, the next one is, will hotel guests have to purchase tickets to visit the parks on June 3rd and 4th? Hotel guests must have valid theme park admission in order to access the theme parks on June 3rd and 4th. Guests can visit the vacation planning desk in their hotel to purchase or pick up tickets. What a stupid question. Sorry. I Obviously, you need a ticket to get into a theme park. Yes, but I feel like they had to put this question in there knowing that there are a lot of questions right now coming from down the road with Walt Disney World in this exact same uh, scenario because – Right now, that's still all unfolding where who gets the priority to book their theme park reservation? Something, again, you won't need for Universal Orlando. A huge selling point right now of going to Universal is you don't have to worry about a theme park reservation. Uh, If you're staying on site, uh, we'll get to that in a second with one of the questions here, too. But on site, you will make sure that you always are able to get into the theme parks here. Uh, Don't have to worry about capacity and issues as such. Universal looked into into that uh into the numbers before making decisions on their capacity and such and and so yeah it, it's a valid question for that because right now there are people who have hotels booked for walt disney world but don't have admission mm. tickets purchased and so they're saying well if i can't purchase tickets right now but i have my hotel yeah, why come? what yeah where do i fall in line with that so it's all it's all very messy and uh we you, it's we know some stuff from the travel agency side that may or may not be public knowledge, so we can't really talk about it. And anyways, that's down the road anyway, so we'll leave that for Pete and the the other people to talk about that on Tuesday. So we'll just stick to Universal Orlando today and reading the phone book here because for all those people out there who say they wish they could just uh, watch us or listen to us read a phone book, that's essentially what we're doing in today's episode. But <laughs> That's what happens when it's news and you're out of ideas. So I'm out. I'm out. But here we go. Hotel amenities and dining locations. How will they be affected by these changes? Well, the availability of food services, pools, fitness centers, and other amenities may be limited due to increased frequency of cleaning and sanitization or to comply with the latest guidelines and recommendations. Guests should check with the front desk for more details. Number 10. Will I still receive hotel benefits like Universal Express if staying at a premier hotel? Well, the answer to that question is yes. Guests who stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort will receive Universal Express 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 access to select attractions as well as their other hotel benefits. So that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. So I don't know if it's on a different page other than this one, or if it is uh, if maybe it's something that they removed. But at one point in time, I had seen on there. Maybe it's in another uh, area of all this, but it was about Express, and at that point in time, it was saying that Express was not going to start back up until uh, June 8th, and actually, that is, uh, that is that's, if I would have just kept reading mine, then I would have eventually got there. Will Universal Express be available when the theme parks <laughs> reopen? Right there, yes. Universal Express that you will receive with those hotel benefits uh, at the premier hotels. Uh, so Express will be available beginning June 8th for purchase and will be available. Uh, it can be purchased on universalorlando.com and on the official Universal Orlando Resort app or in-park hotel guests staying at Hard Rock Hotel and Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort will also be able to take advantage 
of their universal express access benefit on any day of their visit. So that is uh, the answer for that. So the only thing that I'm, I'm trying to figure out there completely is will the hotel guests have access for express on those first couple days and then just regular express will be available for purchase beginning on the 8th. I feel like that's, that's what is it's going on with. So that's, that's at least how I'm reading it. That's interesting to me because it's like I I would have figured it would be available only to hotel guests. Yeah. You know what I mean? To help with that, maybe like the capacity or people in the kit. But I, you know what? That's the big thing. I don't know the numbers. I don't know how much capacity the parks have versus how much visit normally. And maybe that's one of the things where they're like, well, we have parks that are built to hold a lot higher attendance than we experience on a normal day of the year. Therefore, they on average, we're still, the amount of guests that visit are still in that capacity level. So, like, we have a lot less work to do. Yeah. It's, I, I, I mean, don't mean that in a knock way or anything. I'm just... You know, I, I obviously haven't worked there in many, many years at this point now. But, like, back to when I first started at Forbidden Journey, part of our, our every single day that we came into work, we would have a rundown before... Like once everyone in during our shift time got in at the same time, we would have a rundown meeting and we would all be told what the expected attendance was that day. And so like back then there was even though this was like in the height of the Wizarding World, just being open still in its first year, there was Mm -hmm. days where like, you know, we only had like 10,000 people in attendance. In those days, felt like no one was there at all. And I I know that that's... that that was also before they added the additional hotels. That was back when it was just the first three hotels. So capacity at the hotels alone was was not that much. So it was really people staying in the area or coming over and then day guests and such. So I, I'm off on all those numbers. I, I wouldn't even know what the average attendance is anymore since I haven't worked there in many years. But uh, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out with Express. And I mean, the one thing that w- I didn't see with that, I I didn't really look for the answer on that is for our premier passes, we're supposed to have Express after four. So mm. would that be even though the parks aren't open much later <laughs> than that uh, on an average day, uh, open till six? Like, are we gonna are we gonna have Express? Yeah, that's a good point. When, with for that two hours on days that we're able to get in but anyways going back to this stuff so uh the next one i'm just going to answer it real quick because it's it's we've already talked about it 900 times here but will early park admission still be valid for hotel guests yes as we said before it will be uh early park admission scheduled for 8 to 9 a.m at usf and islands of or sorry just at universal studios florida started making up stuff in my head and then 9 30 to 10 a.m at volcano bay but rhino how will resort transportation be affected in all this well resort transportation i oh my god sorry the page just reloaded (laughs) resort (laughs) transportation Guests can still utilize water taxi and resort shuttle transportation to visit Universal City Walk and the theme park. Face coverings will be required for all guests using resort transportation. We will limit capacity on all shuttles and water taxis so wait times may be impacted. We will also increase our already aggressive cleaning and disinfecting procedures on all forms of resort transportation. Hmm. Good stuff there. So uh, will hotel guests be turned away if the theme parks reach capacity? We account for hotel guests 
when setting our capacity limits, and they will not be impacted if theme parks reach capacity. It's a nice so stress you. reducer, I guess, to know that, like, okay, well, I'm staying on property, and I know I don't have to worry about being like, I need to get in right now because the park's going to get full for the day or anything. It makes me want to stay on, on property, for sure. Yeah. I'll say that much. Really makes me want to stay on property. So, Rhino, what if you're visiting hotels from out of state? Well, visitors from places like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Louisiana, and some international markets should be aware of and comply with government guidelines regarding travel restrictions and mandatory quarantines before visiting our destination. We understand that some... No, it's not there. (laughs) Oh, fantastic stuff. So I'm not going to answer the last question because it has absolutely uh, no impact on anything that anyone watching this show would care about. Yeah. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the the meat and potatoes of this. No need to recap anything. So I just think if you're if you're planning on coming down to Universal Orlando now that the parks are opening up, you know, make sure you you have plenty of masks. Make sure you you know all the policies and definitely definitely try to get a hotel booked so uh it's it definitely it's going to be the biggest benefit to those who are staying on site and yeah, it, it like seems it. seems like they're creating a, a good environment for those people staying on site i have a question yes sir because i'm very curious about this when you went to universal did you see any like fun themed masks yet because i'd be interested in those not yet themed masks will be coming soon because imagine if i could have et's mouth I don't know that it will be E.T.'s mouth, but themed masks just will be coming. Yeah, just the finger. It'll be Dr. <laughs> just Eagles, right so. at the mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, they, they are coming. They are in the works, but they are not, they're not out as of, as of when I was at City Walk-In, I believe for another couple weeks, probably even through the reopening, they're not going to be ready. But if you don't have masks, uh, like I said in last week's episode, uh, they are, there are just a ton of them available at Universal. Just they're, uh, they were at the the cash registers for all the gift shop areas, and but it wasn't even like there was just a couple sitting out. I mean, handfuls upon handfuls. So if you don't have one yet, which I believe most people probably do, uh, you you are safe. You will you will be able to get extras upon extras upon extras. Well, I imagine you'd have one if you were traveling if you were traveling by plane because I believe a lot of airlines right now are requiring you to yeah. to wear them on the airline too. Just something to keep in mind if you're going to visit from out of state that maybe have them in hand before yeah. before you head to the airport. Or I'm exactly. sure they've got them there, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's also a thing too. Uh, just when I was out today, another situation. Only out for about an hour, but it started getting very unbearable at the very end. So. Uh, you know, I I am probably going to buy extras and extras now because mm. I want to make sure that I have a bunch a bunch that I can switch over because it really when it's humid outside you really start to feel the dampness on the mask as you're walking around and yeah. it's not it just it starts circulating in there it's very uncomfortable so uh, I'm gonna make sure that I have fresh ones that I can switch over to yeah. so. I'll always have an extra. That's what I said. Always bring at least bring one more than you think you'll need. I think that's the the good old fashioned underwear rule. Except for me, I usually say I'll bring three more than I think I need, and uh, it's it's actually it's worked out well for me in a lot of vacations. So (laughs) I I I bring two for everyone. You never know when someone's going to punch me right under the armpit, and I'm going to poop myself there you go <laughs> i think that's the place to leave <laughs> off then on a on a classic dis unplugged universal edition poop joke <laughs> so oh oh well rhino thanks for joining me today 
Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it. And thanks to everyone out there who listened and watched this. Uh, we appreciate you too. We're here for you. Thanks for thanks for giving us your time and attention. And if you need any more information, disunplugged.com is the home of the show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplugged Podcast Network. You can find links to our social media channels there and uh, so much more. Rhino, where where can people contact you outside? Um, Twitter or Instagram are really the ones I'm on the most. That's R-Y-N-O-1185. Yep. And find me on there, too, at Teleclaster, T-E-L-E-C-L-A-S-H-T-E-R. And if you are uh, if you're looking to book a vacation right now down to good old Universal Orlando in Orlando, Florida, we always recommend again. <laughs> did Dream. you have to think about where it was? I did. I was like, hmm, <laughs> is it in Kissimmee, St. Cloud? Kissimmee, St. Cloud, a place. Uh, I, I did have to think about it there for a second, but yeah, if you if you're looking to book a trip to Universal Orlando Resort, please use DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com right now. Uh, that will help us out sincerely as we continue to produce this show and all the others on the Dis Unplugged Podcast Network. That's our that's the main way we have money to be able to do these things to go to these parks. So money, uh, please. Yep, it's remember it's the same price that you would get if you were booking Universal Orlando, unless you have some special uh, connections. But uh, the agents are experts at Universal, and they can literally help you plan the perfect trip to Universal. They can they can keep an eye out on for discounts to make sure that you have the, uh, the the best price that you can get on your vacation and it costs no extra money to use. So please, uh, if you're, you're planning on coming down and you were just going to book on your own, please consider using Dreams Unlimited Travel. And the best part about it is if something were to happen, you've booked the vacation and God knows what could happen, hopefully nothing, but you don't have to be the one who's on the phone canceling it, listening, waiting, yep. all that stuff, you know? Yep, that is a great point. So once again, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The experts help you plan the perfect vacation today. So, okay, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed to us, please, and hit that thumbs up button. Let us know that we did a good job. And leave us lots of comments down below and questions. We're going to answer your questions very soon. And if you're listening to this on Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, Apple. Apple, Apple Podcasts. What did you say? Hotels, Hotels on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Play. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you can. And subscribe if you can. <laughs> if you can't. I'm sorry. Uh, and leave us feedback, rating, and reviews as well if you can. I Earlier today, I kept recording a video where i meant to say specifically and i recorded it five times and each time i said pacifically, pacifically. i didn't know for all you west coasters out there could you pacifically subscribe to this channel yes you guys pacifically please pacifically. subscribe to us uh so that's it that's it for this show thank you again rhino and everyone else out there for listening and watching we hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with you next week for another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition but until then please 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 remember we still haven't changed the name 